Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It is 1.33 this afternoon. Stephen and for Staffy, 0800 150 That's 150 what did I say? Oh, 0800 Hey, look, this is, a dis- this is a disturbing security stadium security story. Uh, it just says this. Wellington Stadium security wanted to take off Fortisa, which is a liquid food office. The person who needed it is fed through a tube, even offered to show them the pack for feeding them. Security said no liquid allowed, and it was the rules and no exemption. Kicked up a huge fuss at the gate, and stadium officials were called. We were, of course, admitted, but now tend to not go events at a stadium for fear of a repeat. And that is about lack of training for security staff. Full stop. So shame on the security at Wellington Stadium for not actually training your staff about certain things. It's not just about putting a uniform on and having your walkie-talkie or your earpiece in and saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. There are many, many different situations. So there you go. Alrighty, time for a TAB update. You can bet live on your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. And my mate, the Pops, is in. Brendan Popwell. Hey, Pops. Hey, big show. You all good? Yeah, I am, mate. It's, uh, do, you, do you enjoy going to footy matches in stadiums around this country or do you find one's better than the other? Where's, where's been your, where has been, excuse me, your best stadium experience? Oh, gee. Uh, well, I grew up in the Hawks Bay, so... Obviously, McLean Park is is their one stadium that will always be with me, be with all those childhood memories of going to the, the first all-black test under lights, the first uh, black caps cricket game under lights uh, at McLean Park. Gosh, so, I was, I was so at that test. I was at that test, that Hawke's Bay test, the first test. I remember having yeah, to wear yeah. gloves. It was that cold. And I got I got yeah, called out for cold, wearing yeah. gloves. Who did we? Who, yeah. did, who did the All Blacks play that day? I was I was hosting rugby then. Was that ninety? What year? Ninety? What? Ninety six? Yep. Yeah. Christian Cullen. That's the um, one. There you go. Game. Yeah, against Western Samoa. So yeah, it was that was a, a great night. Um, and the game actually was the, the cricket game when the Black Caps played Zimbabwe uh, in their very first One Day International under lights in New Zealand. They packed it out so much that it was it was actually overdone. It was there was there was nowhere there was one, not one piece of grass on that that you could uh, sit on. Uh, it was well, I think they can hold about fifteen thousand, maybe in Crane Park. It was probably pushing close to twenty, and uh, it was a little overinflated, but it was still a great atmosphere. Uh, and I've got a feeling we might have lost that. Too. Oh, uh, well, but, okay. Yeah. So, so but but you've had good experiences, but but in recent times. Yeah. Recent times, do you have a preference of a stadium where you know you're going to have a good time and and a fan experience? Oh, uh, not really. No, I mean um, oh, the man, stadium man. obviously in Wellington and uh, Eden Park. I mean, they're great places to go and watch games. But in terms of saying I've had a great time or do I walk away thinking that was fantastic? No, nothing. Not really. Wow. So, 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 so you're a dissatisfied customer, really, aren't you? You must, mate. Well, if, if I, I, mate, I, I get this feeling. There, I get there a feeling. There is a fence post, fair that you were sitting on, and I know where it is. And you don't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to leave this yeah, alone. No. I'm going to okay, leave this alone. Right. Uh, it's one thirty-seven. <laughs> okay, so uh, Pen Penrith Eels. What's the money like on the grand final? 
Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to be at this game, um, that's for sure, mm. uh, on on Sunday night, Stephen. Oh, I know you've been to a few grand finals. Um, Penrith, all the way here. 8000 on Penrith is our biggest bet at $1.38. Uh, we've had 4000 on them at that price too. Look, some love for the Eels. Um, I guess the one thing for Parramatta is that they don't fear Penrith uh, because they've beaten them this year. I guess mm. the one lingering thing in the back of their mind is they did get cleaned up by... Nathan Cleary and the, and the Penrith Panthers in the first week of the finals. But I think that will hold enough to say that the Eels can go toe-to-toe for a good period with the Penrith Panthers, and hence why we've seen a little bit of speaking at the sort of 1-12 to 12 market price if the Parramatta Eels are going to win this game. That's where we've seen the best money around them, uh, and also a little bit on the head-to-head at 295 but now out to $3. There are some punters out there too, Stephen, that back them during the year at $21. That's the highest oh. price they got to in the marketplace in the outright winner market at $21, and the Penrith Panthers, they opened around five fifty, got to around $3, hovered at that point for a long period of time, and then was one eighty uh, at the start of the final series. So there's a lot of different tickets on those. Would you be able to, mate, would you be able to tell me uh, the biggest bet on that, that right at the beginning of the season at $21? Did, what, was there anyone drop a grand on that or something like that? No, no, there wasn't those type of bets. No, that, like, I think the biggest bet that I was told that around that $21 was, was a couple of hundred dollars. Because you've got to remember, too, at that time, Stephen, they were so inconsistent, weren't they, the Parramatta Eels? They were a top four, top five team, but were winning two games, then losing to a, a team outside of the eight. And then they got on that roll at the right time. But, yeah, there was just the top four side that wasn't getting backed in, in the marketplace because we had so much money for Cowboys. Sharks, Melbourne Storm made a run. Mm. Roosters started to make a run of, of winning six or seven, eight in a row. So those type of teams were getting backed in the futures market as opposed to a team that was already in the top four in the Parramatta Eels. What's the 1-12 to 12 on Para? 1-12 to 12, uh, on Parramatta uh, currently. Oh, my computer is just... Hang on, give me one second there, Stephen. It's just going right. up. Me I'll, just hum, I'll, hum to my, I'll hum to myself like pleasantly. Um, yeah, well, Par- Parramatta to win the match are paying $3. Penrith... One thirty-seven and one to twelve is four thirty-three. Uh, so that's the price here at the moment Ooh. for the one to twelve market price. That's that's not bad. What, what else do you have for me this afternoon? Well, I'll just touch on one other option in this game that has taken some support, and it's in our power play market, and it is a field goal in the match at six dollars. Now, of course, if you wind your memory back to game number one of the final series, there was a drop goal by Nathan Cleary. And the producer of this program, and Sam Hewitt, last week who was uh, in the chair, suggested that maybe we could add a drop goal in the first half. And we did exactly that for those matches last weekend. And I can tell you, we've got it in there again, and it's currently sitting at $15. Because in that match, between the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels, there were two shots at drop goal, one by Moses, which missed. And then Nathan Cleary said, this is how you do it, Mitchell Moses. I'll slot one about a minute out from halftime and nailed it. So it's $15 for a successful field goal in the first half. Sam Hewitt will be getting all around that. Hey, and Pops, we all know the Rabbits should have taken the one point before half time as well on the weekend. <laughs> they went for the try instead, and look what happened with Brian Toto. But, you know, they could have marched down and got a should one. Have should have happened. Yeah. I, I, I was sitting there going, 40 seconds ago, Sam Hewitt, you are in front of that TV screen going, this yes. is going to happen. It's about to happen. <laughs> Lucky I didn't have my house on it, but <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, Pops, you're back in the Panthers, are you? Yeah, it's pretty hard to beat them, isn't it? I mean, the three times in the grand final, uh, won it last year. Oh, I think they'll get it done. All right, mate. Appreciate it as always, Pops. Take care, eh?
Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, you're very careful. 141. That's Brendan Popperwell from the TAB. Promotions in plan. Hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Just visit the tab.co.nz and please gamble responsibly. It's R18. At the last Wellington Sevens on the Timber Bedpost text line, they were making people take breathalyzer tests before going in. It died after that. We'll find out what's making news shortly. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.